0: Right, hang on, I just need to look up a Bible verse. Oh gosh! I know.
1: It's unusual. <laughs> a... What is it, Bible again? <laughs> yeah, we've gone all
0: fundamentalist. It's very familiar. <laughs> I know the word. <laughs>
1: oh dear. <laughs> Why do you look so young and gorgeous?
0: Well, here's the thing. I've shaved my beard off. You have? My big well, beard. You... I've still got a kind of, uh, what I like to think is a trendy stubble.
1: <laughs> you look around 19 years old. <laughs> well, do you know You've what? You've literally gone from looking 78 to 19.
0: <laughs> 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 well, shall I tell you the story? I tell you the story yes. but I should welcome people. I mean, I think we've started, haven't? We? Oh, have we? Might <laughs> oh, as well I have. Anyway, oh, okay. so well, uh, um, welcome to episode 49. forty-nine.
1: Yeah, forty-nine. Hi, everyone.
0: Hello, uh, for the Mid Faith Crisis Podcast. Well, here's what happened. I was uh, a while back. I was meeting some very um, wonderful sort of Christians from other parts of the world, mm. and uh, one of them. Proper Christians was you mean. proper Christians yeah yeah good uh just amazing people anyway, yeah. and um, one of them was saying he was apologizing because he kind of hadn't um he, hadn't, he others had prepared like slides about what they were doing, you know powerPoint stuff about what their what their work was, and this guy was saying we hadn't because he wasn't very technologically savvy, and, uh, and I said, don't worry, you know about it and he said, yeah, but I'm not as old as you are to me <laughs> and then I found out he has grandchildren. Ex- <laughs> and so i thought like this beard it's gonna hurt this beard needs to go but also i thought isn't it it's like what our friend trevor calls the humiliations of the false self yes you know when actually we base yeah. our whole image of self on what others think of us and, <laughs> yeah, you know. exactly. but i had been meaning for some time to shave it off because it was getting a bit it was getting a bit abrahamic i think
1: well you look gorgeous thank you
0: Thank you, and so do you, may I no, say, in you know, that rather old... fetching colour of shirt. What is that? Yes. It's a sort of raspberry colour, is it? It is, yeah. It's beautiful. Of... Yeah, it's very, yeah, good. It's very it subtle for you, because there's no enormous Hawaiian floral flowers, <laughs> no, plants and no, vegetables no. on it. I'm, I'm
1: getting sensible. I'm, <laughs> I'm dressing my age. <laughs> <laughs> You've always dressed your mental age. Yeah, yeah know? I know.
0: Anyway, <laughs> um, and, and the other thing today is it's, uh, we're recording on A-Level Results Day.
1: We are, it's Thursday, mm. yeah. Ah, so, Martha. Yes, very happy, very happy.
0: Is she? Yeah, we're very happy.
1: Oh, it's you. quite
0: interesting because it's, it's tougher this year, much tougher, so I think, the, the you know, because mm. they brought in these final exams. Oh, yeah, the grade system, so, yeah, yeah, it's different. The, the it? end results are sort of tougher, but the bands are the same, so, yeah, she's uh, she's off to her first choice university, which we're very...
1: Wow, well, you about. have given birth to three amazingly intelligent girls. How is that
0: possible? Well, you see, I wanted to think about this a moment because what, what was, when I was lying in bed this morning praying like mad about it and thinking, um, will God really retroactively adjust Martha's exam results? i probably not. <laughs> but nevertheless, it was something that I was very concerned <laughs> with. And then I was thinking, why am I concerned? And I've just really... Don't you find in your life how often you vicariously measure yourself by your children
1: well like, well you I probably it don't
0: a... but I do you know and, and i struggle about it you know you kind of think yeah. you, we feel that others will judge us on the quality of our progeny <laughs> yeah, it can happen, I guess. It's it's another example of how often we uh, look at the outside of other people and yeah. we compare them to the inside of us. We compare them to what's going on inside our family, and and then we look at their outside and they all look perfect, and you know their children. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know, I've yeah, talked about this I in know. the past.
0: You know, when you get we have, yeah, their children yeah, the as whole... missionaries, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Walk across
1: water and stuff and I know. You know. When, heal when heal Mike, people on the way to school. When Mike was at school we we thought he was gonna like, you know, perhaps get an A level in PlayStation <laughs> games. <laughs> And you worry, and you think, you know, well, this, you know, he can grunt on the PlayStation. Uh, ho- homework seems to be, you know, a foreign subject. He's him. very good at grunting. You know, yeah, exactly. But he's brilliant. I mean, yeah. he's got a great job. He's a yeah, civil engineer. Yeah. It's all worked out. So that unfortunately we we didn't get too angsty but you know if we had done it would have all have been a waste of time all works out in the end so
0: wherever you're at it's today
1: it's it's they're they're lovely they're lovely people yeah image of god and all that and things. you are not
0: being you know your children are not products that you have purchased in order to display your good taste before the world you know they are <laughs> they're they're not your possessions they're just they're individuals
1: anyway so let's should we get on you you look younger and yet you've grown in wisdom it's incredible
0: what a good I like
1: that check you out Uh, let's do some emails so from Steve now Steve says I just wanted to and he puts in brackets finally thank you and Nick for the podcast on hell because it was he who asked for it and he says it was really interesting thought provoking and surprising at times it's interesting how many assumptions in our faith we've built up over the years without ever really questioning the validity um of them mm. i bought the books you recommended inventing hell and the evangelical universalist uh read the first but on opening the second it seemed a bit daunting as a holiday read perhaps one for the autumn i'm looking forward to the podcast on jesus and interest to hear your views on his role as savior how this might be interpreted uh, and he also told a very funny story at the end which i won't go into but thank you, thank you Steve. Uh, great thanks steve uh great and yes he's referencing the one that we are going to do on the cross where um You know, that always leads to trouble. Yeah, (laughs) whenever you talk about the cross, that upsets people. Yeah, I know. Okay, speaking of upsetting people, uh, Peter wrote in from the USA. He said, well, regarding our episode on hell, he found all the joking about such weighty things was very disturbing. And then he said, stop the giggling for a little while and take these weighty issues to heart. Hell is not a topic to treat lightly. So Mm. it's... uh, he is well, he's less than impressed, I think it's yes. fair to say. and
0: I think uh, we had, had a couple on that, didn't we? I think... Well, I'm very sorry that he, he felt that way. You know, genuinely, I don't want to yeah. kind of upset no, people. No.
1: Um, but I have had this all my life, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so far. Do you know what? <laughs> the flippant depth thing. There's no depth and for some people it's just flippancy. It
0: started way back when I first started writing and, uh, you know, I, I would meet people at parties where I was hovering near the buffet yeah, am very poor. So I just, you know, went <laughs> yes, to, exactly. stood near the buffet and grazed like some kind of <laughs> wildebeest. Anyway, I um, I I don't know why that animal came to my head. Anyway, um, so I used to stand, and people would say, "What do you do?" And I said, "Writer." So what kind of writing do you do? And I say, "Write comedy." And they say, "Oh, not serious stuff, then?" <laughs> yeah. And I go, "No, That's I write right. serious stuff with jokes in." And yeah. And, yeah, there is yeah. this this thing that somehow laughter inherently means triviality. Yes. The, the, yeah. it, the two are inseparably bad. So if, you're, if, there are, if there's humour to be found, then you can't be taking the topic seriously. And I've suffered, I've, I've, at times yeah, in my yeah. work, oh, right. I've deliberately sort of done books where I've thought, I'm going to take all the jokes out of here because I want to be taken seriously.
1: And of course, the yeah, fact, not,
0: fact is, it doesn't, good.
1: doesn't happen anyway. <laughs> so, you know, I can't remember any of your, those books. I've had. I mean, no. <laughs> well,
0: there was no coloring pages or anything to entice you <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, <but>. exactly. <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, um, I don't. I'm not wanting to get defensive, and I can understand how people might feel yeah. that way because I think sin is a very serious issue. I think it is. It's a massively yeah. serious issue, and yeah. and if if you know the, the if if there is a hell, if 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 that's where that is yeah. a serious issue, but I don't think. But there, I don't think being, but there
1: isn't. Listen,
0: listen <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, let's let's, let, you know, we <laughs> made the point. But the point is, I you know, I I think that the idea that if you if you're laughing. Or if there is humour to be found, that you're not taking it seriously it is inherently illogical and wrong. And um, yeah. you know, uh, so I don't think we're going to change the approach from that point of view. Um, and I, I don't, I, I do genuinely feel if if people are upset with us for, for doing that, well, that's that's uh, that is a shame. But we we try and keep everybody, yeah, um, with us. Uh, not uh, you don't have to agree with us. That's the other thing. I don't no. you know. Really, you can listen to this podcast and not agree with us, and you might want to just um, stop listening after the first after the intros. It's up to yeah. you. I don't care. I don't know, yeah, exactly. You know,
1: exactly. Do, do. You know that's, that's, that's what I was trying to say to uh, say to Peter was, you know, look, we're two friends having a conversation, bouncing these things around, mm. and laughing quite a lot as we do it. But we're inviting others into the conversation, mm. join mm. in or, or or don't join mm. in. But
0: your yeah, email, yeah, your yeah, your response don't. was incredibly gracious as well. I think you're very Good. very your pastor's heart. Ah, have, yes. uh, we haven't talked yeah, about I your know. pastor's heart for a while, <laughs> have we talked about the, no. the liver either your <laughs> pastor's <laughs> liver is your pastor's liver is in real <laughs> <Yeah>. need of <laughs> yeah.
1: some serious attention cleansing <laughs> detoxing yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay. right okay right moving on <laughs> jesse says hi joe and nick your podcast is great thank you sorry are you going to edit that out i expect you will he says, well i don't need the says, validation <laughs> like you do so <laughs> i need it i came across it recently i'm a long-term listener to another uh, podcast that i won't mention. This, I, uh, no, we should mention it, it's to... called Nomad. It's very good. Well, it is, it's excellent. I just thought you got you grew tired of me saying how brilliant other podcasts. Well, I,
0: are. Do, I don't mind you. What? Well, uh, well, no, you see, I think. Does oh, I know
1: you feel threatened. I don't. You feel
0: threatened. <laughs> Oh
1: okay. <laughs> mm, Touch a nerve. <laughs> <laughs> no, this okay. is a very much a therapy session for you. Please, anyway. might go back to Jesse. Yes, sorry. She yes. Says, uh, right, I recently listened to the episode on calling. This is timely for me. I think I've probably got some skewed views in my head that run the risk of leaving me feeling continuously unsatisfied because of waiting for this magical calling to fall out of the sky. I realise I may have some skewed views of God in my head and too much thinking that unless I discover the magic calling, I'm somehow failing to live up to his expectations as if he'll be disappointed in me. I'm not sure where this thinking has come from, but I'm sure it's a combination of factors throughout my past. Anyway, I may well need to listen to the episode again and have a good long contemplation so that I can move to a better place. Thank you for helping me. Lovely. Uh, so that's great. Thank mm. you, Jesse. Yes. Uh, Sally says, uh, I'm an avid listener from New Hampshire. I love the podcast, the honesty, humour, friendly banter, and even the opening music. Oh, the, the opening me, uh, music's the best bit. <laughs> it's my opinion. Let's face <laughs> it. The rest is a <laughs> disappointment. Only yeah, yeah, quality bit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, She says, uh, and for me as a US listener, the novelty to my ear of your accents and Britishisms is that a word?
0: Yeah, well, it, it is now. Is, yeah.
1: uh, help me hear your message in a way an American accent can't. Perhaps this is because of the trend of the American Evangelical Church and our political life is at the heart of my own mid-faith crisis. And then she says, I want to share something that helped me in my forgiveness experience. So I'm going to read this uh, all out. Um, and we've had some wonderful, wonderful emails. Yeah. This is no exception. And t-
0: Before you do this, I think we ought to point yes. out we have had permission. To,
1: yes, to read yeah, I these. asked it's not just you yeah.
0: going... I'm going to read out people because because otherwise if it's that no, you'll, I... be, you'll be after people's pin numbers next and all kinds. of
1: things. <laughs> I will, yeah. yeah and so... if you'd like to send me your card details and <laughs> pin numbers, so please, yeah, we Joe have um... mid face growers <laughs> Still, yeah. Anyway,
0: so we have sought we have uh, sort permission. Yes, we
1: have. Mm. We've done that. Yeah. So when our kids were teens, it was horrible. Uh, it was a horrible, difficult time for us as a family. At one point, my daughter, I was intensely angry with uh, her, not just for things she'd done, but more deeply at how I felt things. Those things robbed me of the dream I had for our family. I realised that I was like a dog with a bone, with that anger. I didn't want to and couldn't give it up. I knew I had to forgive her, but there was no desire in my heart to do so. I needed supernatural help to even desire to forgive her. We attended an Anglican church at that time, which I knew offered the ministry of reconciliation or confession although it was not routinely talked about. So I approached my rector after church and asked if he could hear my confession. We sat down in the empty sanctuary and I admitted my anger to him and how that anger was holding me in its power. I didn't want to let it go. He prayed for me, can't remember what, but I remember I left feeling slightly lighter. Over the course of the next few weeks, I began to feel the power of that anger diminishing and felt able to begin praying thanks and blessing for our daughter. By faith, her behaviour hadn't yet changed. In a month's time, I still felt normal anger at incidents, but was released from that horrible resentment that had deadened my heart. That was eight years ago. Our daughter and I now have a wonderful, healthy relationship. She has blossomed into a loving and responsible young woman. It is now a joy for us to be together, which I count as a gift from God. I believe that had God himself not given me the desire to forgive when I was completely dead to it, we would not have this gift of a close relationship today. That's
0: wonderful, isn't it? Great story. uh,
1: It kind of cuts to the heart of things, this forgiveness business. And again, um, uh, Sarah sent one in. Again, we use this with permission. I'm not going to outline the early Hmm. uh, childhood trauma, which was truly traumatic. But uh, I'm going to read the second half where she says... Through experiencing these difficulties and working through the process of forgiving with counsellors and trusted friends, God has taught me so much. I coped with many of my difficulties by distancing myself from my emotions, but I have learnt that you can't forgive until you have fully acknowledged and felt the pain of what has happened. That forgiveness is the only way to be set free from the past and that forgiving isn't a single event. You forgive and then keep on forgiving. Like Nick, I too have experienced the healing and release that comes from praying blessings onto the person you are seeking to forgive. Although I still struggle to trust and be vulnerable with people lest I get hurt again, God continues to heal me from the past as I open up myself to his faithful and tender love I'm so blessed by the many ways I've experienced God's forgiveness and mercy without God and the deep freedom that comes from forgiving I know I would have been crushed by my past rather than set free to live forgiveness isn't an onerous duty we should do because God commands us to but a gift that God uses to restore and heal us best wishes that's fantastic that's wonderful and she says PS I so enjoy your podcast presenting Christian life as it really is full of questions doubts and joy so thank you so much, Sarah. And that was a heart-wrenching email, but such a, a wonderful and redemptive. Um,
0: so I think there's email. a couple of things in those emails. Just before we move, well, I know we got more. Yeah. But you know, uh, one yes. is we'll pick up on, which is the the kind of need of community, the role of community in that yeah. to help people with that. Yes. And, uh, yeah. To to, yeah, to for sure. You know the the discipline of confession and that kind of stuff, and and of re- reconciliation and all that kind of stuff. And people people. There to help you through it, which is really important. I think yeah. really, really important. And I like that line in Sarah's thing, where she says, "Forgiveness isn't a no." Uh, no, she says, uh, "Sorry, uh, yeah. hang on." Forgi- forgiving isn't a single event. You forgive and then keep on forgiving. You know, and that, yeah. I think that's something that has to happen. It's very true, absolutely. Yeah.
1: And again, that emphasis that God uses it to restore and heal us. It's not about yes, yes. so much setting the other person free, but it is entirely about setting you yes, free. Yes, yes, that's and right. I think yeah, that's- great. We tried to. Thank you so much. That, mm. Yeah, thank you. And and Claire, who asked us to speak on forgiveness, uh, wrote in, uh, and she took a scary amount of podcasts on the note. She basically... Of notes on the podcast, even. On the podcast, yes. Yeah, sorry, yeah. No she could have
0: t- She could have done a podcast on it. You could, in fact, do a podcast on her notes that she took. I kid, We <laughs> could, because they are. She very got it down word for word. Yeah,
1: yeah. that was scary. Claire, yes. yeah, By the way, yes. just saying. Anyway, she finished up by saying, "Appreciating forgiveness can be a discipline rather than a one-off. Has yeah. been really helpful, and uh, I hadn't expected to write this much. <laughs> we, we, had, we never expected to give you that much to write about either. So that's, no, that's we did a double
0: shock. <laughs> it was
1: okay, and let's just uh, finish with one from Valerie. And again, another great story. So she says, Dear Joe and Nick, thank you for attempting to shed some light on the subject of forgiveness. Nick reminded me of an incident with my son, which really taught me something about forgiveness. I hope my experience will help people who find it hard to forgive those who have hurt their loved ones. At the age of seven, my son was being bullied. This went on for a year, and the school failed to deal with it. On one particular day, after a particularly nasty bit of bullying, I decided to confront the boy myself. No violence took place, I hasten to add. My son and I went home and talked about what had happened and he said he wanted to pray for the boy. During our prayers, he told God that he forgave the boy and prayed for God to change him so he wasn't a bully anymore. I felt humbled and I learnt a lot about forgiveness that day from my seven-year-old son. Shortly after this, I decided to remove my son from the school but that's not the end of the story. Eight years later, the boy joined my son's secondary school. My son told... I told me when he came home and I asked how he felt about it. And he said that the boy had recognised him, but was now quite friendly and there was no sign of bullying starting up again. So our prayers were answered. Thank you, father. To end on a humorous note, I saw the boy at a subsequent parents evening. He seemed rather reticent to approach me. Now, I think I ought to tell you that my son and the boy are just over six foot tall and I'm a rather <laughs> tiny five foot three. I asked my son why the boy was avoiding me. His reply, oh, he's OK with me, mum, but he's still a bit scared of you. Needless to say, we were all subsequently reconciled. Our father has a sense of humour. Love and blessings, Valerie. Oh,
0: yeah, that's a, great <laughs> that's a story. good story. I ought and that's to a say, good say, when I'm married to a, a woman who's five foot two, and my mother is five foot, so I know just how frightening yes. these oh, uh, yeah. small women can oh, be. Yeah.
1: I'll be honest. Yes, indeed.
0: But no, I think that's <laughs> lovely, and and that idea of praying for people, and um, yeah, what a great what a great um,
1: example from from. Well, your yes, son I feel, valerie
0: that's amazing
1: I, yeah it is i feel slightly humbled by that because when you were saying about praying for them mm. i was thinking oh really you know and everything and yet you know it wasn't just you going off all <laughs> that that's what other people do yeah. and it really genuinely works well so, it's not you know really. praying a blessing before you're yeah. even in that place there's something about that yeah
0: so i think one of these things is, is actually that it's not even about uh answered prayer in that sense do you know what I mean? It's, it's not, yeah. so, so praying a blessing on somebody is not it's 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 like you were saying about forgiveness just now. It's just it's about yeah. you changing. Your mind being rewired, not about them necessarily God suddenly go, oh okay, I'll answer that prayer by giving them a lot a flock of cattle. Or, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> May their camels be as numerous as the stars. Because I don't think it's about that. It's about don't me. Say random. It's about well, I was being Old <laughs> yeah. Testament, which I'm going to be even more in you a minute. Were. But you know, the, yeah. the, it's you... about it's about your mind being changed, your attitude, you know, being yes, changed. Exactly. And I think that's yeah. that's helpful. So, uh, yeah. f- well, thank you so much for all those um, emails. Yeah, and thank you. Everyone. I must admit, for this, for me, this issue has oh, it's been really wonderful because I think um, sometimes mm. you you think, oh gosh, you know, what are we what are we doing here? Or, you know, but it's it's really nice to know that. that People have have experiences to share, you know, and and um, are prepared to do yeah. that. So thank you so much for that. And do keep emailing yeah. Joe because uh, obviously, yeah, yeah, I won't respond. That's
1: no, it. Joe at midfaithcrisis.org dot org. Yeah, no, I think I think for me, it's 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 what really struck me when you spoke last week and you, you uh, last time and you were talking about you know the fact the world is so desperately in need of mercy, mm. really. Mm. And how central this is to the gospel. I think that's that's uh, very very true. Both of those things. Yeah. Forgiveness really is at the heart of
0: it all. And and we touch right at the end. Of this. We're not going to do a long one today because it's, um, no, it, it, it's we been say long, that every week, that every time. We do, and, it? And, and then still it, somehow still, it goes on. still it's tedious. I don't know how yeah. it works. Anyway, um, but <laughs> but um, we did touch right at the end about that we hadn't really talked about forgiving ourselves
1: yeah exactly which i yeah. think is a
0: major sort of issue uh for yeah. people because i and i think that's often Absolutely. one of the first steps that that it's hard to forgive others if you've never if you don't feel that yourself you are forgiven because you know what yeah. are you really asking for um Good point. sometimes sometimes we are trapped by what we've done and often that's that's how preachers often do it you know when they when you know um when they say, you know, you've 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 done horrible things in your life, and you mm. know, I used to do you, when we were younger, I used to go to these, well, be part of these evangelistic events where every yeah. every sort of evangelist made the audience feel like they were all axe murderers or somebody, you know? Yeah, exactly. We've all done terrible, <laughs> sinful things, and I was looking yeah. around at all these people and I'm thinking, I can't see any drug addicts or axe murderers or, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> Equip major <laughs> maf- they
1: all look normal enough. mafia
0: mobsters here that need so, so, but it can be things you've done, it can be things to, 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 yeah. ways you've behaved at one point that have really and and you've never kind of um, acknowledged that or, or uh, they, they that it remains this sort of secret kind of shame. More often, yeah. I think it's who it's, it's the way we are that we feel yeah. ashamed about and that we feel, can't yeah, be exactly. Forgiven. And it's yeah. an ongoing thing, so I, I. I I I'd, I'd like to just read something. Can I read something?
1: This yes, is from a go book. Ahead.
0: This is from a book called um The Gift of Being Yourself by David okay. Benner. And when, when my wife saw the title, she <laughs> she laughed thinking there's not much a gift of me being myself to be honest. But anyway, um <laughs> but but he he says he says this. Um it's, it talks about knowing ourselves as we really are, which is really what yeah. this is about, yeah. right? seeking forgiveness is really about. It's knowing yourself as you really are. He writes this, um, daily experience impresses upon me the painful fact that my heart has listened to the serpent instead of God. As James Finley says with brutal honesty, and this is a great, by the way, this is, I think it's a really good mm. way of, reading the bible looking at these sort of taking these Mm. metaphors but anyway he said, as james finley says with brutal honesty there is something in me that puts on fig leaves of concealment kills my brother builds towers of confusion and brings cosmic chaos upon the earth there is something in me that loves darkness rather than light that rejects god Mm. and thereby rejects my own deepest reality as a human person made in the image and likeness of god and he goes on he says some christians base their identity on being a sinner I think they have it wrong, or only half right. You are not simply a sinner; you are a deeply loved sinner, and there's all the difference in the world between the two. Brilliant. Um, yeah, yeah. And he talks about how sin is not sort of stuff that we do, so much as part of who we are. In that sense, you know, mm. um, we all have these sinful tendencies, and and mm. and, and our call, I think, is to you, to carry on with that um, Genesis kind of metaphors is to answer uh, that you know every day I think God comes and says to us where are you hiding and yeah, what are what I, are you ashamed yeah. of and um and and he wants companionship he wants to walk with us mm. as it were in 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 the garden yeah
1: um, yeah I agree and that, and that involves a, a, just that radical honesty I'm reading um I'm reading Russell Brand's book Recovery at the oh, moment yeah. and it's his version of the 12 steps and addictions and uh and what what really impresses it, it's it's a brilliant book and if anyone is struggling with addiction to anything mm. um, to to food, to alcohol, to sex, to whatever it happens to be. I, I really recommend this book. What's so refreshing about it, I think it's one of the best books I've read on transformation, yeah. incredibly. And the reason it's so brilliant is because he's so completely honest mm. about his life and he walks you through his kind of thinking process and his, his kind of egotistical behaviour. Mm. He's not proud of it and he's not justifying it and he's saying, look, this is me. Mm. And this is what needs to change. Mm. And I'm really impressed by that. By it, and I think I think that's right. It's we carry shame, and that keeps everything kind of uh, keeps us locked up in not forgiving yes. ourselves. Yes. And I think part of it is bringing it into the life. Yes. Yeah. And you know that's the power of the twelve steps, and I think that's the power of yeah of this confession. And I think thing, understanding
0: that, to understand that we are deeply loved. You know, and I know we talk about this. Of yeah. course we talk about it a lot. Do. Frankly, I'm never going to stop. So it doesn't. So I don't care. But, I, you <laughs> yeah. know, what helped me, a verse that's helped me in this. And um, uh, yes, amazingly, this is a Bible verse yeah. uh, from the Bible, Joe. I don't oh, know if really? you're familiar with it.
1: <laughs> yes, I've heard of that. Yeah. Very
0: good. Um 1 John 3. I sometimes I sometimes wonder whether the well, I, 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 I know it would be the case, but I wonder what the what the church would look like if we'd spent as much time reading 1 John as we'd spent reading romans <laughs> yeah <laughs> I know. interesting what? thing i mean they're not <laughs> yeah. they're not i don't think they're too far apart but it's just kind of like
1: anyway yeah but sure. one
0: john three verse um 19 says this 19 and 20 says and by this we will know that we are from the truth and will reassure our hearts before him before god whenever our hearts condemn us for god is greater than our hearts and he knows everything um
1: oh yeah that's good read that last bit again whenever
0: our hearts condemn us for God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything and, and I think the truth is in our yeah. life that often our hearts condemn us much more than God does you yeah. know we have you know in other words we ask forgiveness from God or we bring something before God and he says you know God of course loves us and so that's that's that but we carry on with it we're not convinced yeah. that that's happened yeah exactly um, and our hearts are condemning us when God isn't uh, and i yes, think it's, exactly. it's very important to it, to feel forgiven is so liberating i think I, and I, I was reflecting on this because it struck me the other day how often jesus forgives sins either before or as alongside a physical healing process i mean the gospels yeah. he he keeps saying oh your sins are forgiven yeah. so when they when they yeah. when they opened the yeah. roof and let that bloke down into the middle yeah um, you know it, it, and he just Jesus says son your sins are forgiven hmm. yeah it doesn't even dress yeah. the the yeah the
1: underlying, the underlying <laughs> it's like that's physical. not the issue
0: it's like you know yeah you want a bed yeah. but you know it, and it seems to me that this sense of forgiveness is part of being a, a yeah. whole part of being healed and it's as yeah. it's a, as important perhaps more important than than physical yeah. healing um so I think what we, what we
1: you know we're not going to go too, too long I'm not going this. to thrash this out anymore no I right. don't think so <laughs> are you getting bored no I'm not getting bored no I I, I think we're speaking about really important yeah, stuff yeah. yeah but it's great no it's great and I think that just that thing about you know we're, we're punished by our sins yes. not for them yes, you know the idea no, that of the sort of punitive God yeah. and, you know is is very unhelpful yeah. and I think we've got to move beyond that God God loves you but you you know that the reason I think sin is so deadly to use a more biblical phrase is it just It just destroys you. Yes. You know, the guilt, the shame, and all that stuff. And actually, Jesus is on the scene going, Hey, your sins are forgiven. Yes.
0: Yeah, shame, I think, is. And you need to hear that. Shame is never helpful. You know, this is what, going back to the Genesis thing, you know, um, I hesitate to say that we've got to come out and whip off our fig leaves.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, he- I certainly yes. hesitate to say it to you, you because I can just imagine yeah, what's going to happen on Worthing
0: I, Beach tomorrow night. It's exactly.
1: Be- <laughs> it's gonna- we will have the fig leaf releasing ceremony. Yeah,
0: it's bad enough in autumn when the leaves fall off. To be honest, <laughs> but you know, but we to come before God as who you are, and and yeah. to feel loved and to understand yourself. You know, my, I heaven knows I my sins are, are, are many and mm. manifold but you know Mind. they don't get in the way of of god loving me um no. so anyway i what i think we should do now is just sort of maybe suggest a couple of things to help people Good. feel forgiven so okay o- right. over
1: to you <laughs> oh thanks no <laughs> oh no over
0: to you. No, after you well no i the only thing i was going to say because <laughs> I know you do, you actually do. For all our joking, you do some very useful sort yeah. of prayer exercises yeah, yeah, around so this and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, and while I talk about it, I'll give you time to think those up. That'd be good. <laughs> but I think I, for me, uh, the discipline of confession is something very important. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It's
0: it it, it got lost to the evangelical church, to the Protestant church, because it got turned into a kind of, set of deals that you were doing with God. You know, a yeah. mech a, a mechanistic so you know you've done this do this go on pilgrimage here pay us this do the you know load of rubbish but the discipline of confession itself is about somebody in a sense being christ to you and show and 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 saying exactly what christ said to that bloke who was lowered down your sins are forgiven now get up and walk now go out of here you know yeah so you may need words of
1: absolution you may
0: need exactly absolutely yeah Yeah. and you you may need to kind of uh see that 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 is embodied and to actually talk to somebody a trusted friend or a pastor or somebody like that that uh and therapist uh, yeah yeah. therapist yeah anybody like that um but to feel well i think the sense of absolution is important really yeah Um, really and there's a spiritual discipline to that so uh, that's that's been very helpful for me in terms of also you know working with like small groups of people when you just can open up and say yeah. this is what I'm like you know there's like yeah. a burden lifted um and that goes right back to 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 the early emails about people saying how helpful yeah. their community had been in in helping them forgive others but i think that can be yeah. helpful in, in forgiving yourself as well
1: yeah and i think i think you know what i'd say is it's marking a change of direction for yourself if you're really struggling to forgive yourself then that too is going to be a process it's not something you're going to do once it's something as, as some of the mm. people who wrote into us were saying it's a process yes, you're going to do again yeah, and again and again so so mark the event with mm. something and whether that's a ritualistic drive to a beach or somewhere special for you and quiet and and laying down something i mean i often do throwing stones in the water or throwing stones you know whatever's helpful for you but some ritualistic ceremony maybe it's writing it all out and setting fire to the bit of paper Mm. but whatever you do you're marking you there's a physical act following going alongside the psychological and emotional Mm. and spiritual Mm. act and i think that can be powerful because what happens in the future when you're tempted to go back and start beating yourself up again you 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 look back to a time where you said that's the day i let go of it yes Yes. So, you know, I don't have to allow this to have a power over me yes.
0: anymore. I think rituals are very important, actually. It's some- maybe it's something yeah. we should uh, ha- talk yeah. about because I- it's quite interesting in the mid-faith crisis how people come back towards ritual quite often. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and rituals are the... the- sort of physical metaphor embodiment of a spiritual truth of what's going on and maybe it's not even just a one-off ritual as well that you need it's a daily ritual i have a a number of little daily rituals that i do that remind me of things then they don't have power in and of themselves but um you know one of the rituals i I don't need to do this because i have a a, a, an enormous self-regard but you know it's just just (laughs) look at yourself in a mirror and just say you are loved you are
1: loved. That yeah. is, you know, you are a loved person. Yeah,
0: people Absolutely. find that can find that very hard
1: at first. Well, they do. they may feel it's conceited. Oh, but, you yeah, know, that's, yeah, yeah. That's just you know. That's but actually, I don't, I'm not convinced you can love other people not with purity of motive until you mm. can love yourself. Mm. Um, um, that's another conversation for another time we should get on
0: with our day really
1: because uh, we should and we should thank everyone for enduring yet another podcast
0: yes well done everybody and next time is number 50 and uh, is it well we should celebrate by i I don't know a party pop or something Uh, yeah uh,
1: uh, or at least throwing a bullseye i would imagine Uh, uh, darts yeah. Well that? Well, was f- uh, I Bullseye. Oh. fifty. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, oh it, sorry. Uh, it's all lost on you. I don't know why I bothered No,
0: I don't um, <laughs> I, I, I I don't work I don't move in the bingo playing dark playing circles that you <laughs> 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 You
1: move in No clearly. Very good. Bingo play. Well
0: you you gave us bingo oh, yeah. references. Blue before. blind fifty you you yeah, grew up true. haunting the bingo halls of
1: Kent or something, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> forgotten that yeah see it's i unlike you i listen yes you do mm. thank you mm. well everyone thank you do write in to joe at midfaithcrisis.org. love to hear from you thank you yes. i mean your your emails are the lifeblood of this uh podcast because lord knows nick and i are. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much and we'll be back in a couple of weeks time cheers bye